Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. Let your word bring about healing, bring about deliverance, bring about restoration, and bring about stability. Bring your people into the place of alignment with your will for their life. Anything contradicting and contending with their divine assignment and purpose in life. Father, Lord, let that thing bow down to the name of Jesus. Amen. So tonight, um, I want us to open our Bibles to Romans chapter 4, verse 18 to 22. Romans chapter 4, verses 18 to 22. Romans chapter 4, verses 8 to 22. Romans chapter 4, verses 8 to 22. Now, I read from the Passion Translation. It says, Who, contrary to hope, in hope believed, so that he became the father of many nations, according to what was spoken. So shall your descendants be. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about a hundred years old. And the deadness of Sarah's womb, he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully convinced that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. And therefore, it was accounted to him for righteousness. Blessed be his word. Now, um, the verse, the scripture we just read, is talking about Abraham and his dealings with God. The Bible says that, and God spoke to Abraham that leave your father's house and your mother's house and your brethren, the people that you know, and go to a place I will show you. That was the will of God for him. And the will of God for Abraham wasn't in his father's house, but it was out his father's house. God's will for us will always move us from the place of comfort. His divine will, his wonderful will, will always move us from our comfort zone. And Abraham had to move out of his comfort zone to a place that he had no idea. The Bible says, to a place that I will show you. So he, he was just he was just clueless of where he was going. But one thing that he knew is that God spoke to him. God has been speaking to us. God speaks to us through his word. And in his will, in his word, we find the divine will. A lot of, a lot of us, I mean, we came into this world not knowing the will of God for our life. The scripture says in Jeremiah 29, that the plans that God has for you and I, it is not a plan of evil, but of hope and a future 
It is perfect and good. And in Jeremiah chapter 1, the Bible says that before Jeremiah was formed, before you and I we were formed in the womb of our mother, God knew us. He set us aside for a purpose, for an assignment. So the question is, what is God's plan for my life? God has something for you. And when God has something for you, there's always bound to be a challenger. And as I said, we are in the kingdom of God. Anytime we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and personal Savior, we allow Christ to be Lord over us. God is the king of that kingdom. And we are heirs of that kingdom. So his will that he has given to us is going to always be challenged by the kingdom of darkness, the God of this world. So God's will for your life will be tried, will be tested, will be challenged by, by the kingdom of this world, by the kingdom of darkness, by the, 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 the pressure of life, by the event of life. You will be pressured. So um, let us pick something from the verse and let us build upon it. It says, Romans chapter 4, verse 18, it says, Who? That is Abraham. And in this case, it was God speaking to Abraham in his old age, saying that you will have a son. And the Bible says that Abraham thought that the promise that God gave him, that he would be a father of many nations and through him, many nations will be blessed. He thought probably maybe it was through his servant, Eliasa. And God said, no, I am going to honor you. That is to say that in our work with God, God honors us. His will is to honor us because he's a God who is what? Covenant-keeping God. He says something and he means it. And whatever he means it, he establishes it. So when God said man will be fruitful and multiply, God meant it. And that is the promise and that is the fundamental principles that God holds man to. That we will multiply, that we will be fruitful, that we will subdue the earth, replenish the earth and have dominion. These are five pillars that God has given to man in his will to ought, oversee and to what establish it and to see to it that it is what passed over generations to generations. So anytime that fundamental pillar, five pillars is broken, it means that somebody has had illegal access, illegal, I mean, oppression to what put that will to stop. So for you and I, God has an assignment for us. And that assignment is in his will. So the Bible says, And God spoke to Abraham that he will be a father of many nations. But looking at circumstance, 
looking at what he was going through. Some of us looking at how life has pressed us, how men have pressed us, how opportunities that we were more qualified to take, we were rejected, we were refused. How social issues, politics, and certain things have pressed us against the world, pushed us aside. Against all these hope, the Bible says that Abraham believed. So sometimes the will of God comes to what challenge the systems that we know comes to challenge the comfort zone, the place that we find ourselves. It comes to challenge it. Everyone that God used, whatever God spoke to them, challenged their current situation, challenged their current state. Look at this. God comes and tells Abraham, who is well advanced in age, and Sarah, who is well advanced in age, that you are going to have a son. Medically, science says that, I mean, at a point in time, it is impossible. But the report, whose report are you going to believe? God says you are going to be a mother. God says you are going to be a father. God says you are going to be a businessman. God says you are going to lead a life of healing, a life of divine health. God says you are going to be fruitful. But... The systems of the world has put you in a place where you cannot even believe it. But the Bible says, and Abraham believed it, contrary to hope, against hope. So one of the elements for us to be able to walk into the will of God, to assess and to hold on to the will of God, is to be able to believe. We need to hold on to God, believe God. To believe God. And he says that, and he believed in hope. He believed so that he became the father of many nations according to what was spoken. So what has God spoken to you? Bible says faith is the evidence of things we hope for. The evidence, the evidence, the materialization of what we hope for. So it means that you are hoping to see what God has said. You are hoping to see the will of God revealed and established in your life. You are hoping to see the evidence And how does faith come? The Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So anytime you hear the word of God, it pushes faith. It brings you to a place of establishment. Okay? So, he said, according to what was spoken. That is why it is very important that as Christians, we stand, we spend our time studying the word. You pick up the word of God, you dive into it. Because it is in it that the totality of God's will for your life will be revealed. And with the Holy Spirit on our side, will start to teach us. Everyone has 
what God has for you. The fact that God says that dry bones shall live doesn't mean that in your season, in the time that you are in, that is his will for you. It might not be his will for you at that time. So when you read it, it might not be yours. But probably in another time, it might be your word. So as you read by the enablement of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will let you hear the will of God through the scriptures. You see? So you need to spend time. Be a student of the word. It will give you the directives to know the ways of God. Moses says something that, I want to know your ways. Even after seeing, having an encounter, he said, I want to know your ways. So you have to press on to study the word, to know God. You know, when you want to, you want to find certain things, we have a microscope that lets you to see micro things. And for you to see far, things that are far like the stars, you see, you use, you use something like a telescope, things that are far. See, God is big. We cannot use microscope, our thoughts, our minute thoughts to see the will of God, the plans of God for your life. It says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. My plans are not your plans. They are way higher. The plans of God, the thoughts of God, they are way higher than ours. So we cannot use our microscopic mind and our logic reason to what? understand it but for us to appreciate that the, the will of God the things of God whatever God says to us we need faith and faith brings the things in the future into the now it makes you understand the complex the complexity of God so it says no one can please God unless that person has faith for you to fulfill the will, you need faith to do it. And it's faith that is the telescope that is going to look deep. So Abraham believed against hope. Because of what he had, he held on to it. So God says that you will not die, but you will see the goodness of God in the land of living. You are seeing chaos all around. Your rent, I mean your apartment, the time is due, the money to even pay it is not there. Hold on to the word of God. Believe. He said, I will provide to you, Jehovah Tyra. You know God. You have heard it. You read it. You know it. You are convinced about it. As you keep on praying, he will do it. So one thing that we should know is that the divine will of God will test us. It will test us. When you are in that stage, when God is bringing you into and you are walking in His will, it will test you. Psalm 105 verse 19 says, Until the time that the word or His word came, the word of God tried Him. Tried Him. Until the time the word came to pass, there was a trial. So as you move, as you are trying to walk into the will, as you walk into the will of God, you will be tried. 
God will never raise emergency vessels. He will prepare you. So for Jesus to be the savior of the world, to be the name that is greater than every other name, he had to be tried. He had to go through. He had to drink the cup of persecution, of rejection, of loan, of being alone. And he will be tried. The Bible says, and through all this period of working with God, Abraham did not have a child. He held on to the word. I believe, I mean, his, his, his friends were laughing at him. And I mean, you have been following a God you don't know. You left your father's house, your comfort. He was being ridiculed. Sometimes you'll be ridiculed. Men will laugh at you. That you are living holy. You are praying. You are fasting. You are giving. You see, life is in stages. There's a preparation stage. Well, we are being prepared. We come into this world. We are preparing. I mean, we are learning certain things. You are putting things together. And it's a stage where you enter. You realize that whatever you are put together, things are moving smoothly in your Christian work. I mean, you turn around, you see finances, you see, I mean, happiness, you see goodness, your family, everything is okay. But it's a time where trials will come in as believers in the will of God. Trials will come in. When Joseph was with his father, he was enjoying everything. I mean, it was a preparation. He was enjoying everything. His father was taking care of him. He was having coat of many colors. But there was a time where trials came in. And the Bible says that his coat was taken from him. His brother sold him into slavery. He was being tried. Psalm 105 verse 19. Until that time that the will of God for him to be a prime minister came, he was tried. See, God will try you. God will put you through test for you to what affirm the faith. And you know what? Whatever test you go through, whatever trial that you go through, the solution lies in you. So when the storm came, when the disciples were with Jesus moving to the other side, and they were crying, Master, care you not that we are perishing? Jesus rose and he said, peace be still. He said, oh, ye are little faith. It means that the solution to bringing that storm down was within them, but they failed to utilize it. Scripture says that God has placed treasures in earthen vessel. There's something in you. But until the storm comes, until that trial comes, until that shaking comes, that thing cannot come out. You will stay in your comfort zone. So the reason why these trials and tests come is to test your faith, to cause you to exercise your faith. So when God gave the word to Abraham, Abraham was in a period of test where he was exercising his faith. That I know God has said it. I'm walking into that well. See, the will of God was contrary to his state. He was old. When you read, I mean, the verse 19, it says, and not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body. Look at this. He didn't consider his own body. He didn't consider 
the report from the doctor saying that you have cancer. He didn't consider the report from the doctor that you are cold, you have COVID. He didn't consider the report from, I mean, the, 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 the supervisor or the workplace that you are going to be fellowed, you are going to be, I mean, cut off, we are laying off staff. He didn't consider the report from friends that you have grown to an age where you are going to have menopause, you are not married. He didn't consider all these things. He didn't consider what he was seeing because he knew that faith is not by what we see around, but it's believing in the word of God, believing in Jesus. Tonight we need to believe in Jesus. Jesus is the same yesterday. He's the same today. He's the same tomorrow. He never changes. He said everything will pass away. That is what the word of God says. Everything will pass away. But the word will not. In heaven, the word is. The word. God will surely do nothing without his word. The Bible says where the word of the king is, there is power. So Abraham didn't consider it. Even though the womb of Sarah was shut, he didn't consider it. He said, God has spoken it. The creator has spoken it. What is man's judgment? So probably people have written you off. People are saying that you are too old. People are saying that I mean, you don't have certain qualifications to step into that job, to have that position. Probably your supervisor has said that, I mean, because you are not allowing, I mean, certain things to happen, you are not compromising. Um, you don't have certain promotions. But I came to tell you that the will of God will surely stand. Whatever God has said, if you believe, it will stand. It takes hope to see it through. So continue hoping. And it takes faith to secure the divine will. It takes faith to secure the divine will. You know, faith is the womb that carries the will. So the Bible says that, and he was not weak in faith. Anytime your faith becomes weak, whatever God gives, you cannot carry it. So faith is like the hands in a spirit and the spiritual blessings fall into faith and you would have it. So imagine if your hands are cut off and somebody is giving you something, how can you hold on to it? So the will of God, for you to step in, for you to flourish in it, you need faith. A weak faith can cause a premature abortion to the will of God. Because when your faith is weak, when you don't have your stability in the word of God, frustrations come in. Anytime your faith dies down, you see, the enemy comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And the first thing will attack is your faith. Try to disconnect you from your source. You realize that frustrations were starting and you start thinking about things that are opposite which are contrary to what god has said and you become frustrated that is frustration 
when faith isn't your focus, when faith isn't leading, frustrations comes in and brings unnecessary attacks. Because the Bible says faith is a shield. Ephesians chapter 6, Paul said it. He said, by the shield of faith, we quench all the fury darts. So if you are lacking faith, when the enemy chose that in the time where God was blessing you or God has spoken concerning his will for your life, because you don't have faith, because you are, you are shallow in his word, you don't know what God has said towards you, ignorance is reigning. The enemy will start throwing darts. You have received the prophecy. Instead of you diving deeper, building yourself in faith, praying and holding on to it, you are not doing that. And we are in the generation where we have idolized our work, idolized certain things. It is good to work, it is good to have a family, but don't let that take the place of God. You need to prioritize God. Prioritize everything connected to God, His Word. God said, prosperity and good success, it doesn't come from any other way, any other means, but it is through the Word of God. In Joshua chapter 1, so you will meditate in this book of the law, day and night. But rather, we have 10 things around. We are meditating on our work. We are meditating on our problems. Spend time. Don't consider your current state. Abraham didn't. So don't consider it. Let the word drive you. Let the word drive you. And sometimes, um, probably you might pray. You might see some changes you might be walking in your world but a storm will blow and when that storm blows the bible says the storm will come but he who builds his house upon a solid foundation the the house will not fall but the person who builds it upon the sand it falls so it's all about the foundation Verse 20, the Bible says that Abraham did not waver at the promise. He didn't shake through unbelief. No, unbelief kills. But the Bible says he was strengthened in faith. There's some people question the process. Say, can God even do it? I mean, I see people shortening the process by using devious means to get there. Bible says that who can see God? Psalm 24, who can see God or stand in his holy place? He who has a pure heart and has clean hands. In your heart, it has to be pure. Your hands has to be clean. In your workplace, what you are doing is it right? You see, don't try to add zeros. Don't be corrupt. Let your integrity stand strong. Abraham's integrity was strong. 
Joseph's integrity was strong. When he was about to walk into his will, divine will for his life, the Bible says he kept his integrity. When he was placed in charge of Potiphar's house, it was never recorded that he stole something he was adding to. I mean, the things, the pricing he was adding to it, he was selling at the high price and probably taking. He never touched the wife of Potiphar. His integrity was so strong. Nowadays, believers, our integrity is like, we don't take it serious. For you to walk into the world, your integrity has to be high. Because God's word is ye and amen. God is a God of integrity. He keeps his word. And he has made us in his image. Bible says when Joseph was in the prison, he did not mess up. He did what he was supposed to do. And the Bible says when the time was up, God remembered him and ushered him. When he had gone through the process. Unbelief, whenever you find unbelief, it's a sign of what? I mean, a wavering faith. Your desires for godly things come down. Bible says that I was glad when it said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. So for you to walk in the divine world, your, your desire for God, being with God, has to be strong. Your zeal, your joy and happiness, the expectancy. You're having your seat, but you are in expectant. You are expecting it. But when your faith or your belief system starts to calm down, you realize that the zeal to even press on to God to pray, to join the brethren in the church comes down. And that is where frustrations come in. Depression sets in because there's a, a space where God is supposed to fail, to give you faith, to drive you into the world, to drive you into that promise, to drive that prophecy into being. There's void. The Bible says that Abraham strengthened himself. Strengthened in faith. We need to strengthen our faith always. Renew yourself. Constantly, praying, fasting, constantly, keeping that fellowship. You haven't yet seen it, but you are working towards it. David was in the wilderness, the Bible says, and I believe that most of his Psalms, he wrote it there. And God remembered him. And the Bible says that, and the prophet anointed him. The prophet anointed him. Without faith, no one can please God. It is only faith that can move you into the divine will. It is only faith that can move you into the divine will. So we need to build it. So renew your strength, strengthen your faith. If you want to see God's will for your life, build your faith. Because it is faith that is going to let you see the big picture that God has, what has painted for you. And as you see it with faith, you start taking steps. So we walk by faith. We see by faith. We take actions by faith. And the Bible says that be not hearers of the word only, but be doers. As you do it, 
and it's a sign of your faith. So as you read the word, you are doing it. And step by step, precept upon precept, line upon line, as you are picking from his word, you realize that it is building a character within you. It builds that character and it pushes you to a state where you are matured. And in that state, you start giving thanks because Abraham gave thanks. If we want to walk into our divine world and see our divine world, we give thanks to God. When you are not seeing it, give thanks. Give thanks. And as you are giving thanks, you are touching God because God is not in any depth. So if you are thanking God, Father, I thank you for turning things around, for bringing me into a state of perfection. What you are doing is you are engaging God to come in and to do what you are doing because he's not always, he's never, he's can, he can never be in debt. He will always honor. And there are stages. Some people might be in a stage of blessing, people in a stage of preparation, some people in a state of trial and some people in a state of, I mean, perfection. Probably maybe the stage that you are in, God is preparing you. That is the state that you need to learn. Probably somebody is a stage where that person is being trial. In trial. And all things. It seems like it's not working. You keep receiving prophecies. I mean, blessings that you're going to be this, you're going to be that, but you're not seeing it. And you know what? Sometimes they are weakness that we have. God has to take them out through the fire. He's going to refine us. And sometimes it might take years, depending on how we are willing to allow the Holy Spirit. So Paul said, present your body as a living sacrifice. The earlier we present ourselves, the faster God works on us and pushes us into it. And as we yield and we hold on to faith, there is nothing that God cannot do. So it's my prayer that God will push you into your God-ordained assignment and the Holy Spirit will strengthen you through it all. In Jesus' name, amen. So, um...